Hello. Hi. I am Sam. I am Mel. And welcome to Literature. Ooh. Um, tonight is the final installment the of grand finale. our Throne of Glass little series we've been doing. We had one book left if you've been reading along with us, and that was Kingdom of Ash. And we saved this one because, I mean, it's just the last one, so there's just a lot of wrap-up to talk about. And it's also so fucking epic. Like, there's a lot going on. Oh, yes. So we are drinking some White Claw, which I don't think we've actually... Drink on the pod? Mm Mm-hmm. Exciting. So, But also, if you can hear ice in the background, that's what it is. Shall we get into it? We shot. Okay. So, Kingdom of Ash opens with Aelin has been taken and she's being brutalized. Like, absolutely fucking mm-hmm. tortured. Um, And none of them know how to get to her. Rowan is working with a team trying to get her, but it's a long process. Yeah, they have no idea where she is. Yeah, and then Kaol and Irene are with, they're with the main group i think it's like kaol irene gavriel i think adian and lissandra are with them and then you have dorian and manon and i don't know i don't know who's all together but i know dorian and manon are together and i know kaol and irene are not with them okay okay i was just telling mel i deleted all my oh, notes yeah. on this actually um, that well that would have to be correct because there's a reunion later yeah, yeah that's what i'm saying yeah the point of me laying that out was because I was going to build the reunion. But anyway, Aelin's being brutalized, so it's really sad. Rowan's devastated. The war is going, like, I don't want to say, it's it's not going amazing right. for them. There are a lot of battles in this. I feel like let's just talk about that for a second. This, you said last time, is very, like, Avengers-like. Yeah definitely is but in a good way definitely a war book yeah but in a good way because they're just really exciting and yeah the every single battle in this is so cinematic yes yeah I all was really of the imagery of like the like you were saying the battles that are like not going that well and Lysandra's pretending to be Aelin but like yes. she doesn't actually have Aelin's powers so. right and everyone's like why is she not burning anyone what the fuck is going on yeah and some people are kind of doubting yeah faith. and Adian's really trying to be supportive but then she's they're very like it's a it's they're not on good terms are they still fighting from the yeah from just the whole thing where they were really he was really upset with her right from the yeah yep are you Um, trying to not say the i word (laughs) incest (laughs) oh i guess that's true i was is that why he's upset i don't know yeah 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 but um she wasn't gonna tell him and then she let aelin just like is that what they're still fighting about yeah yeah, they're still fighting about that kind of on and off it's I don't know. He's, like, torn between wanting to be there for her and not. Yeah. Kale and Irene are, like, the only real solid relationship at the beginning of this. Everyone else is still right. figuring their shit out. Yeah. Elite and Lorcan are fighting, which broke my heart. It was really sad. Oh, my God. I was... I had a really hard time with the two of them being... Because I understand why she's so mad at the him. The betrayal, right? Yeah. But uh, there's a reveal... Or not a reveal, but someone at some point, I believe it's Fenris, is, like... He was fighting to get to you and Aelin, or to get to Aelin. He wasn't fighting to get to Maeve. And right. it's just, anyway. They're real fucking cute, and it breaks my heart. Um, Manon and Dorian are also, they're kind of playful and flirty still at the beginning of this, sort of on and off and, like, teasing each other for the majority of this. Right. Um, and Manon's still, like, she's an independent biatch. Yeah. And then also Manon knows that Dorian's planning to, like, sacrifice himself, and it's, yeah, really sad. But, I mean, plot-wise, I'm not going to go super into detail of the smaller battles, but I feel like there right. are the couple really, really, really memorable ones. The yes. main, like, three big, big right, ones. Right. Um, the first being... Uh, Aelin's the battle that leads up to Aelin's escape. Right. Yeah. And she's I mean the torture is really bad up until that point. And Horrible. She um, Maeve makes Connell kill himself. Yes makes Connell um, Fenris's brother kill himself and this bitch Karen which I thought was really funny because it's super close to Kane and I kept thinking I was reading Kane but it right. was Karen whatever is right-hand man to torture 
Aelin. And the saddest part of the whole torture thing, I mean, obviously physical torture, I just have a hard time with in general, but mm-hmm. um, when she convinces Aelin that Rowan's not looking for her anymore because he's been spotted in the north or something and like it's a lie but also Aelin is crushed because she was holding on to that and it's just really 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 yeah. sad so that was when she kind of spiritually breaks her and then she tries to burn her over the fire right and Fenris is struggling right um to make her afraid of her power and that's when oh, Fenris yes. breaks free to attack um Karen, Karen. yeah because Maeve's been lured out by is it Kaol and everyone the the well Rowan's group of people whoever's with Rowan concocted the plan to the plant the out, seed right? that there was a a caller that Maeve could intercept and it was a lie and an ambush by our team our guys because you have like the three major people Erwan's people Maeve's people and our people yeah but anyway, so Maeve's going to get that, and so she's temporarily gone, and Karen's trying to burn. Right, and they're right. like at a kind of like in a. I picture it as like a camp, like a bunch of war tents. Yes, I do. Too I don't know if that's of. correct. Uh, I mean, I think like so. a well, war the encampment city itself is there. Okay. I think. Um, I thought they were like outside of it. No, it's Doranel. It's where or wherever it is that she met okay. Rowan is where she's being captive. So you're saying I need him to revise my war tents? No, but the Imagery? war tents I was gonna say where Rowan and everyone is. I totally picture okay. war tents. So where she runs to after, right. absolutely. Like I, my image was the city. I don't know if it's Doranel or what it is. Um, surrounded by the wall, and then the tents. Got it. But anyway, so you're you're there. Yeah. Fenris is so upset by the whole Aelin being burned. Also, wait, this is just cute thing I loved. Their communication, the way that they do, like, the blinks. Yeah. Sweet. Very and they sweet. continue that for the whole film because they're both – or whole film book. This book felt like a film to me, though. It really did. I was just absolutely taken. I feel like I've seen it because I can see it. I do, it. too. I feel like That's I've seen the whole thing. I was just saying. Thing. I pictured the tents. The tents. I, yeah. So that oh, – what was I saying? Yeah. Fenris breaks free, you said? Or yeah. Fenris breaks free to attack Karen, which essentially severs his blood oath to Maeve, which if you do that – voluntarily you can like kill yourself so it's really sad right. because he basically sacrificed his own life um to save Aelin mm-hmm. and to not let her be burned uh and hate her power so it's this scene is again fucking cinematic so that's happening um she breaks free right she breaks free yes which and i kind of liked that she's still had a part in her getting out. I mean, she obviously yeah. needed a lot of help, but yeah, but she had a th- th- that moment, and she's like the visual, my my visual of her escaping that like the town and yes. running out into the war tents, all like she's like bl- barefoot and, and bloodied yeah. and like the mask, horrifying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the mask of iron. I, it's such a beautiful. Oh yeah, and just like all the them running out, but then Rowan and who is he with? Um, I think he's with Gavriel. Lorcan? No. Okay. Oh, well, yeah. Rowan's with Lorcan and Elid. Elid, yeah. You're right. I know that those, they're together. Right. But Rowan, like, so, like, they're fighting to get to her, and he, like, fly, he's, like, doing overhead, like, flying as a hawk, right? Yeah, And, yeah, just them, and then, like, they end up running through a forest, and, like, he can, like, smell or hear her, and, and so they're, like, running, you know what I mean, just missing each other and trying to... And he's, like, in the middle of... The the battle has kind of started. So he's also fighting the battle and, yeah. like, trying to figure out what's going on. And he's planning to try and go save her. So he's, like you said, the back and forth. Of, right. Are they going to get to each other? Are they going to be there? She's, like, screaming for them to go save um, Fenris. Mm-hmm. Which is when they do save him. And Aelin offers him the blood oath to basically save his life. But right. it's really sweet because after she's, like... I, we can figure it out. Like, I don't want you to feel like you had to do that. And yeah. And like, no, <laughs> you saved my life. I, Queen like, I mean it. And. Also the part where she has the mask on. Uh, yeah. I was going to, when she's screaming at him to take the mask yeah. off. <gasps> it is heartbreaking. Right. And they can't figure out how to do it. Yeah. Yeah. And then Aelin's trying to teach him how to do it through the mask. Cause she's like. Sobbing. Oh, the word marks. You're the word marks. Yeah. It's just, like, absolutely tragic and so sad. And I was on the edge of my seat. 
They're like together, but she can't get it off. Yes, and- it's like right. So you want to have this moment of like, oh my god, they're back, but the immediate effects of the fact that she's been tortured and brutalized are like you're seeing the trauma unfold Mm -hmm. and she'll barely kind of touch him she's very like like she's letting him hold her but they're not right yeah it's just when i was reading it that's when i it was like after this whole sequence that i texted you i was like this book is so good already and i'm like 20 percent in i texted you and i was like that's not like again a whole book that main anchor of a battle scene was just and then the battle like continues on and there's more but that in a nutshell is stunning yeah just like incredible yeah is the dam scene the next one so the dam scene is the next big battle um but in between now and then there's like kaol and elin at some point reunite uh-huh and uh they know that irene's pregnant and they know that yeah they know that irene's pregnant which is okay so i'm just gonna again this isn't like really ordered but it's fine um i want i do want to talk a little bit about kale and irene's like, yeah. relationship in this because right. i feel like I loved them so much in this book that when we were saying maybe you've read Tower of Dawn after, I kind of felt that way again because yeah. I was like, oh my God, I love them right now. And I'm like, just, it's the best right. thing ever. So that's why when I read Kingdom of Ash, I was like, okay, I got to go back and read Tower of right. Dawn at some point. And then that's why I think that I enjoyed Tower of Dawn because I knew like the end result was yes. gonna be so good so I was looking for to piece together their love story <laughs> yeah but it's like a double-edged sword because in Tower of Dawn you get the reveal that basically I realized after reading this they reveal that Maeve is a Val queen in Tower of Dawn that's the reveal mm. they um uh, also like we learn about how the healers can burn out the Valg which is, like, a huge component of this. You learn a lot in Tower of Dawn that gets summarized in, like, a paragraph in Kingdom of Ash. So you know, but... um, And on that reunion, it is really sweet that, like, Aelin's super supportive and happy for Irene, and it's great. And baby. Yes. Oh, and I think that they reunite in Kaol's town, or, like, hometown that they had to save, I think, the other day. Yeah, they had to go save his dad's ass, right? This is when they reunite is Kaol and um, Adian, I think, have been holding off. They've been fighting this, like, battle for, like, four or five days. And Aelin arrives. And anyway. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Irene's just fucking great in this. I And I, I did like, though, that the baby added a, even more, like, pressure and drama to the dynamic of the totally. fact that Kaol's linked to her. Yes, yeah, it did, and yeah, it just it it really added a lot. I loved it. Yeah. So there, he's you know introducing people to his wife, and I want to say so. And the, his dad's being an asshole to Lynn, right? Yeah. Uh, Lynn does not learn that Maeve is the Val Queen until she reunites with Kale. By the way. Like, okay. um, Rowan and Aelin didn't know this prior. Not that it changes a lot. Before but it was interesting because Rowan, I think that was one of the things that they put in the letter with to make everybody turn against her. But then yes. it was actually true. Yeah, that was right? exactly it. As Aelin was just guessing. And yeah. it was, in fact, true. Right. Which, again, pretty funny. Legend. Yeah, super funny. So, pin in the damn thing. Dorian is off hunting the word keys with Manon. And he has two, and he has to go to Orant to, to Morath, sorry, to get the third. And Manon and him have this like really, really sad thing where he's like, basically, just tell me that you want me to stay. Yeah. And she's like, "I'll marry you. Don't go. We'll like unite our kingdoms. All of this really sweet stuff. I'm gonna cry." I and know. then he's like. It, it talks about his inner monologue of knowing that she doesn't want to be married and that she doesn't want to be, like, controlled that way and that it would feel like a prison for her. So he wouldn't even do it. But they had, like, great sex. And then it's, like, the last line of the chapter is something, like, that Manon woke up and there was no one there. Yeah. And... <sighs> this part killed me. 
But also, okay, by the way, just to take a pause, now you know, like, even more why I love Dorian. So, I mean, I love all of no, them. No, he's, like, perfect. He's, he's perfect. And So, I, I, he, I think he's the hottest to me, just as a person. I agree. Like, in a, as a whole package. I think he's the hottest I would have. I mean, I totally agree. I was in love with him prior, but yeah. especially now. Yeah. And this whole book, this selflessness that he shows, and it makes me, like, it's soul crushing to me because everybody else is, like, coupling up and you're just not really ever sure if it's gonna work right, out for right. him and you're like is he just not gonna get anyone okay <sighs> sorry continue <laughs> no i just i actually want i just want to talk about right. that i don't know if it's right before or after the dam but it's a big i think it's yeah. before um, and i really i thought i really liked these chapters with him going on that whole i i, was I loved it so nervous the whole time yeah yeah so Part of, like, the early on phases for them, since we've covered some mm-hmm. of the early on other stuff, is they are also, so part of why they're working together is um, Manon is trying to go to the Crocon, Crocon, I don't know how to say that. I always said Crochin witches in my head, but I don't Oh, I thought it was Crocan or Crocon. Hmm. All right. Okay, I can't let's, find it. Let's just guess. Fuck it. Say whatever you want and... Crochin. Sure, and I'm going to say Crocan. Crotches. Anyway, Manon's going to them because she needs to rally them to help in the war, and she's like their true queen. And directionally, that takes them in the same way, which is why they're kind of working together. Right. Uh, at some point, they get into a fight with, like, a spider, that one of the big spiders. Y- yeah. Y'all know, I don't... I don't also, fuck with the yeah. I don't fuck with the... I don't fuck with the spiders. (laughs) I don't fuck with the spiders. Yeah, I don't either. So, but one of them comes and he's a shapeshifter. Like, he had come to them as in the form of a person. And Dorian's like, how do you do that? And he essentially, for a trade of information, they learn about the fact that Maeve is also headed to Morath and that. And Dorian learns how to shapeshift. Yeah. Which is so cool. And I love that he was, like, challenging himself to just learn how to do that. Right. And the way he uses it is so fucking divine. I love it. Yeah. So, okay, before we get into their stuff once he's at Morath, let's talk about the dam. Oh, my God. Yeah. So Also, we were just talking about the other one being stressful, this one. Oh, my God. So they've been, like you said, fighting this for a couple of days, and there's all the reunions. Um, Irene has slowly been working on some of the people that they capture to turn into, uh, to turn back into themselves. Yeah. And they did interrogate a Valg, and they also learn about Maeve potentially uniting with um Erewhon, So they're worried about that now, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of stress going on over there definitely all of that's coming out which again it's just so expertly woven this whole story but yeah irene just getting to be like the mad scientist yeah they're like winning the battle doing super well and then they learn that there's structural damage to the dam (gasps) and they don't have enough time to evacuate people out yep lorkin has been out in the fight and he got injured and he and Elite haven't been on like great terms Mm -hmm. so it's really 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 sad and really 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 scary because Lorcan like is so in love with her and she's so in love with him and you think that they're essentially never going we don't know if he's going to die out there right um and everyone is basically saying like he doesn't really have a chance and Elite is like he's out there we have to find him and Rowan yeah Rowan is like sweet and he does go try to find it but they don't have time like they're trying to evacuate people they don't have time to look for him Her he's too far out is was unbelievable yeah and the way that she like basically steals a horse uh-huh. gets on it and may, like again she's like got her whole foot problem and this whole time she's basically re-breaking it running right. to save him and then when she finds him he's like on the verge of death going to pass out he's bleeding out and she like gets him on the horse and then they're running and running and they think they're not gonna make they, it they're like certain that they're not gonna make it and he's basically saying like goodbye i love you and i will always love you and like whatever and she's saying the same thing and that they're they're gonna die together because she Bro. won't let him go 
And I really kind of thought they were going to die. I did too. I, I didn't really see, did too. I remember I had literally written down, how the fuck are they going to get out of this? Because the right. what, how, there was like no solutions. Yeah. Just for the whole problem. And then Aelin basically, not basically, she does uh, go into the depth of her power that she's been building for three months for Maeve and she stops the, the water. Mm-hmm. And it's or she displaces. She displaces. like makes it. She like turns it to steam glass. essentially because she yeah. burns it. And it yeah, and Rowan, I mean it was so epic, but I was also like, no, you were saving that. Oh, <laughs> I had a really. I was so sad about it, yeah. but it was. But also, she had to. They, they're like her troops as well. So. Yeah, and then it saved Elite and Lorcan. It saved the whole city. Mm-hmm. It was unbelievably emotional. Yeah. And this is kind of like when her and Rowan start to open up to each other again. Because uh, they've just been having a hard time. And Fenris has been like, give her time, give her time. Is this where she says she's tired? Yeah. And he says, and I know just, fire her. And she says that she just wants it to stop. And it was like so sad because it was someone with so much PTSD and like real ass depression. It was, And she's carrying so much on her back. And she's like, I just want it to be done. And it's so sad. I know. Uh, and he's like, uh, it just broke my heart. It burned, those words are burned in my brain. Yeah, absolutely. I think shortly after this, Kale learns more about Irene being pregnant. But that's kind of the gist of big things about the dam. Also, the bad witches have been helping in this fight and have these, like, witch towers that when a witch jumps through and yields, it, like, blows up and causes an explosion. Mm-hmm. So that's been a thing and that's going on. Is- like oh, when they suicide, use magic for the first time and only time that they can. And then when they use the mirrors, it, like, amplifies it. Yep. So that was part of this battle, which is where I think Lorcan gets injured. But it's it's just that battle was, again, like, burned in my brain forever. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anything else on the damn part? I was thinking I'll switch back to Dorian. I don't and think so. Okay. Sorry, that was a yawn. It's inappropriate of me. Sorry. Get it together. Um... <laughs> Dorian is at Morath, and basically he arrives to find Maeve. He's like, what the fuck? And he's shape-shifted, Eve is dropping on them, and Maeve being like, I want to join you, I want to join you. Aelin doesn't respect me, blah, blah, blah. And Dorian takes, well, Maeve smells him, mm-hmm. calls him out once they're in her room. She's followed him, he's followed her in. Which I was fucking terrified was, for his life. So I was like, oh my god, how are you getting out of this? And the guts and the ability to convince Maeve that un- Hot. So <laughs> hot. And again, the amount that he's you learned to use and manipulate his magic so he could basically like occlumency because we can't fucking not mention yes, Harry Potter. And we can't. But he could like create a false memory essentially for... Mm-hmm. Or, like, bring certain things to the forefront for Maeve to see because she has mind read. Unreal. So, Dorian basically convinces Maeve to not turn him in and to instead work with him because he takes a gamble and is like, I know what you really want here. You don't want to bow to him. Blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. It's fucking crazy. And they start working together. Also, Dorian's just being fucking out here and, like, asking Erewhon questions to his face. Is he seducing Maeve too, kind of? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's like... I mean, if you look like him... Right, right. But yeah, he's just out here asking Erwan like crazy shit and it's a lot. Yep. So pretending to be Vernon, it's a whole thing. I even kind of believed for a second that he made a really bad deal. Uh, yeah. Yep. I was kind of convinced. I did too. Yeah. And then I thought it was going to end terribly. Yeah, just awfully. And they, they concoct a plan to get the last word key out of, they figure out it's in, um, this woman's arm yeah again again of course which of course erwan would have like a weird fetishy woman thing yeah like it has to be implanted in the woman he's fucking yeah it's just an interesting kind of like very human type tendency um to have a pattern in that way i appreciated the genius of it so there's this whole thing where they're like sneaking around again really intense but enthralling in a completely different way than what's going on otherwise mm-hmm. also it's revealed that Maeve is planning to put the print the Valk princesses in the spiders yeah which is going to make them 
unstoppable. So seems like a bad idea. Yeah, I would say. I would fucking say. But Dorian, the little shapeshifter he is, someone to come attack or there's some attack happening. And I think Maeve had like planned to have troops attack after they stole the word key. I don't remember. Things are going to shit. The castle is being right basically blown up and um Dorian gets out of there. Doesn't there's a whole part I don't remember who's with, but he's like Dorian's fighting with like whether he should take the girl. Yeah. Yeah. Him. Oh yeah, totally. And then don't they kill her? He goes to cut it out and she's begging him to kill her. Yeah. And he doesn't want to make the choice and then Maeve kills You're her. Right. And right. it's like I didn't want you there you don't have to make the choice. It's pretty crazy. Yes. I remember that now. But yeah, I think basically at this point, Dorian set up Maeve to be found out by Erewhon, and he is- turns into a raven and escapes and goes to where the other word keys are. Anyway, he ends up going to see, like, Aelin, and everyone connects up shortly here. Is this the reunion? Um, I believe so. Oh, man. That's um, really cute. Kale and Dorian. so sweet. I mean, all of them. But all Dorian, them. I was really, like, okay. Because especially at this point, like, I didn't care as much about Kale. I was, like, no. starting to be more into it because of Irene. But um, the reunion between Dorian and Aelin, I was really excited for. I was, and it's so sweet and so sad because she's, like, so excited to see him. And then there's that, like, momentary shift where she realizes this is, like, her end. Yeah. And the bond that the two of them have in that moment is, like... Right. I have chills. I have chills. Like, she knows that if she asks him to do it, he's going to do it. Yes. Yeah. And. That was the whole, like, the whole thing of, like, who should do it. But then she, like, probably has a better chance of coming back because yep. she's about her, like, her powers. And so, it's like, she has some kind of theory on that. That but, was such a hard. What did you think of the decision? Because I was just, my head was reeling. I was like losing my mind yeah i was losing because if i was like if again it was so sad because like kaol he he meets irene and like them and he's faced with aelin and rowan so happy and then he's alone Mm -hmm. at that moment like manon's off basically earning the respect of the crow cans or crotchens um so she's not there right now and he's like alone and in that moment, I think if I was him, I would not, I would have looked at those, like, people and been like, you guys have right. each other and, like, it should be me. And uh, right. I know it's so sad, but I was just trying to put myself in his yeah. position. Yeah. Oh. I know. And he was so willing to sacrifice himself. So willing too. to do it. Yeah. And then, um, I don't remember if it's Rowan or Aylin, but the idea that to do it together comes up. But, but she but she basically I think she had told them before that she was going to do it and then she, she did and so like um Adian and Lysandra don't know that they go to do this. That's okay. Those so are those the people. are the people Got that it. don't okay. know that they didn't that they weren't going to get a goodbye essentially. Got it. But, but then, it is kind of funny that through the whole like they vote about if she's going to do it now or later yeah and they all vote to do it now and they kind of joke later about it being like the start of democracy (laughs) right so they go to sacrifice themselves again she asks dorian to do it with her yeah the man in recruiting or becoming the witch queen is really cool i just don't have a lot to say about that so i'm gonna stay here for a sec so they go out and they start like joining their power to sacrifice themselves and they say bye to each other they say bye and it was because they just aren't sure if they're gonna come it was so sad i was crying uh, oh i was crying at this point and i base i didn't stop i think for the rest of the book well because i i was like okay i mean it really feels like neither of them's gonna come back but i feel like at least like one of them has i to thought get, dorian and, and was i was so go. i was so up yeah and i was so upset because like i didn't want either of them to go obviously no. and but i was like one of them has to yeah. i was really again believing that they would not come out of this yeah and it was yeah i was sobbing at this point and every step of this basically rest in the book just picture me crying rowan's like nervously anticipating her yeah well and rowan can like feel the bond breaking yeah and 
Yeah. I'm in pain. So they go in and they're in incredible amounts of pain and they realize that um, effectively, like, they're not going to make it. Mm-hmm. And Dorian's dad, via, like, the sword that he has or something, appears, mm-hmm. the former king of Ardalan or Ardalan. And he says, like, nameless is my price. He didn't have a name. And it's, like, this really big father some moment or them thinking like maybe this will work like he can do it instead right yeah that whole part was really sad i know because i brought up last time that i didn't feel like the king thing was resolved right that was what i was yeah and i do i think that that was really good resolution it makes you extra sad that he like killed his dad and that he has to deal with that Mm -hmm. but yet it saved the world yeah in the end it like it was the right right decision he was it totally was the right decision but i just felt for him for that he's gonna have to think about that oh of course um so that was really sweet though and again the thing about him not having name and realizing that we never knew his name is really cool right so that happens and then we find out later that his name is (laughs) that his name was dorian and the only time he ever remembered his name was when his son was born long enough to like name him that's so sad yeah we find that out from one of the guys I yeah about that. it is so sad and Aelin like kicks Dorian out of the yeah so then at this point Aelin kicks Dorian out and takes Dorian's father takes his place so Dorian's left and been like literally shoved out and is like oh my god she's going to die and can't even tell Rowan that it's gonna be okay. Like he right, because he comes back and and the the other ones know then that she's that be. she's gone. And Rowan is like, this was always her plan. How could I have not seen it? But he's also not mad because he's like, I, this is her. And it's just it's heartbreaking. Yeah. So yeah, that's all going on, and then all of the gods show up. Mm-hmm. Some like trippy stuff here. This is my only complaint of this whole book. And I know it led to like the epicness that occurs, but Aelin offering up like Elena's soul, like to save Elena's soul to not banish. I was like, girl, what are you doing? Because Elena <laughs> has lived for thousands of I years. I know. I really didn't understand it. Yeah, I know. But like, it didn't piss me off that much because I was like, I feel like they would feel that way. Right. But I was, like, pissed. Elena oh, I, has lived a lot I know. of years. I know. And, yeah, she gets rewarded eventually, but it would have been a lot easier if Erewhon just wasn't there. So I that's know. my, like, only complaint about this book. Okay, I need to drink my throat. No, I also was, like, what I was mad. I was, like, what the fuck are you doing? But I guess maybe that's just the nice sacrifice thing that she did that I wouldn't. Yeah, but it was for like, the okay, whole bye. world. She was gambling with the whole world. I know, I know. So it was just a lot. Yeah. And then the gods are like, haha, fuck you. You right. can keep Erewhon and we're taking a So Aelin basically then you I, I still felt like at this point when she's falling back to the earth, I still wasn't sure if she was gonna live. No. I kinda thought it was her end that she was falling to. So then when she comes back and it, she falls to her knees and it's like um, Rowan's immediately on the ground in front of her. But oh my god, it's just so sad. The I whole know. thing was just I know. Because she comes back and she's alive and Dorian's alive and she's like, I, it didn't work because they didn't banish Erewhon. I know. I was so bummed. I was glad we got to keep her, but I was like, wow, this is a humbling and unfortunate situation. I was bummed too, but I did think about the pro of it is like, as far as a a ruler goes, people are going to be a lot more inclined to trust her since they were always concerned about how powerful she was. And she's less burdened. Yeah, but... It was it was pretty sad. Um, she just has like a spark of it left. And then the double sad thing is they don't know how they're gonna beat Erwan and Maeve together when the two of them don't have their powers. Right. So the build up to the final battle is just it's it's really like it feels you feel so like how the fuck are they gonna do this? Yeah. Man and the witches have come back at some point just on a side note which is oh. great that man and dorian reuniting it is but i'm already upset but yeah right bring them up. oh my god yeah okay let's just get into the yeah. battle and the first yeah. tragic thing that like truly happens during it i think is this right they all yield all the 12 yeah so there's a witch 13. tower yeah they're losing the 
Well, the 12 of them. Yeah, because it's Manon's the 13. They're, like, essentially losing this battle pretty badly. And um, the rival witch clan attacks Abraxos. And it's, like, first I thought Abraxos was going to die. So that was mm-hmm. my first trauma is I'm sobbing because Manon's, like, screaming for Abraxos. Yeah. And you're, like, she loves Dorian and she loves the uh, her wyvern and she still doesn't know like she just like she thought she was such a cold-hearted person and it's just yeah. like oh it's so sad but then um Abraxos lives that all occurs and then they realize this witch tower is building and it's gonna blast everyone and they're basically fucked if it goes off mm-hmm. and Manon's like gonna try and and stop it herself somehow but it, her plan is terrible right and it's just it feels like it's imminent doom yes and then as Darren like punches her essentially and then all 12 of them go and they say live manon and they yield and she loses like her whole family it's so fucking sad and i at this point i'm not even sure if she thinks dorian's like it's just like she has yeah I don't think she knows. Yeah, but she's no one. And her whole family just... It's so sad. I cried a lot. Yeah. I cried, like... Yeah, a lot of people quote, like, the live man in live. Mm-hmm. Like, it's something that makes them cry. Yeah. Yeah, so that's real sad. Yes, it is. Um. Okay. Wow. So that happens. And then Manon does, I think, then reunite with everyone. I don't know if this is, like, the early stage of the battle or if the witch tower happened pre. I think it's it's either really early on or it's pre. Yeah, but, but either way, everyone's fighting. Now, the next thing, maybe the Gavriel and Adian mm-hmm. sacrifice, do we think, makes sense? or? Okay, I got to remember. I feel like this happened the night before the battle, but um, I can't remember what it is right now. But doesn't Adian do something that is really fucking annoying? Oh. I just remember almost hating him by the end. He does something to Lysandra. They get mad at each other and then she... Oh. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. Okay. I don't know if there's a particular fight between Adian and Lysandra other than the overarching thing. But he's okay. being a dick during this. Okay. Like, he's Got it. Treating her like she's... Like, she's trying to make up and be close to him. Right. And... He's, like, repeatedly shutting her down. But then mm-hmm. he's also, like, saving her, and it's just a lot. Right. He eventually realizes. Yeah, yeah. Um, Evangeline has also come to see Lysandra, and they have the cutest fucking relationship. So cute. And Evangeline starts to kind of bond with Lord Darrow, kind of in, mm-hmm. like, a father-daughter relationship, which is how, basically, she convinces him to recognize Aelin as queen and all that. But, so... Adian and Gavriel never really have like their full closure conversation but basically Gavriel's going to sacrifice his life to close the gate because they're being attacked and he has kind of a, a moment with Adian that they're like we're gonna do it together and you sort of think they're repairing their relationship Sad. and then Gavriel runs out and sacrifices himself and Adian has no fucking idea that it was happening and he dies and Adian tries to go over the wall to yeah and yeah he tries to get to him it's it's really sad and they do like throw vigil for him for like a while after mm-hmm. this too everyone honors him because it's just it's a really sad death yeah and he just dies not really knowing if Adian ever they yeah, fully or forgave they ever him. Won, yeah, ugh, hate it. Lysandra also almost dies at some point, and Adian saves her, and they finally like make up and realize tell. they're in, he's in love with her. Okay, then they've basically realized that all the fighting in the world, they're the spider princesses are coming, like they're fucked. Yeah, at the beginning of this, they realize that they're just fucked, and Yurin is like, "Let me try and heal Erwan, whatever." The battle's going on. Aelin just walks out essentially to sacrifice herself. She's like, doesn't really have a plan, but like, it seems like she's winging it. She's pretending like she never lost her power. Yes. Yeah. And she goes, I am a god. Yes. Hot. And Yurine and Kaol and everyone and Lysandra are all talking to each other about what the fuck to do. Yurine is like, I, I will like bring him to me and I'll. 
Irene. Why do I always say Irene? Edda. I don't know. It's kind of a gross name, to be honest. It is. Irene. It is. <laughs> anyway. It's a terrible name. It's your. It's like you're saying urine with a French accent. I know. Urine. And I hated the name <laughs> when I was reading it, too, but it got so burned in my brain. Okay. Irene. Irene. So Irene is like, I'll do it if you bring me Erwan. I think I can do it. And right. then just let, let them take down Maeve and hope for the best that Rowan can do it and Aelin can do it. Mm-hmm. But it's a risk because... Yeah. And they have to... Doesn't Kaol have to sit out while she... Because he can't risk yeah. weaken, weakening her powers. Yeah, that. he can't yeah. do anything. So, <laughs> um, they hatch a whole plan where someone... Basically, while Aelin's just fucking winging it and get, trying to get in their minds, they swoop in, they steal Erewhon via the air, like a one of them shapeshifts drops him at Irene and they lock him in with a word mark so he can't move or do anything and Irene basically just starts going after his Valg and she is such a badass in this scene it's so good pregnant and all she literally kills it out of again him. why I had to go back yeah to Tower of Dawn and why I liked that story in Assassin's Blade absolutely amazing so you're on the edge of your seat while they're doing that and they're going at him and now Maeve's on the field and you're like but there's still not really a solid solution going on here Maeve starts to torture Fenris and Rowan at one point and it's like they're making like scream in pain and Aelin can't right like doesn't they're making she's making them they're like in delusions yes yeah and it's really bad again edge of your fucking seat one of them stays stuck in it longer than the others. There's like Fenry stays, I think, stuck right. a little longer than Rowan, and then Aelin has charmed her, her sword to have fire. So she's trying to stab Maeve, but it's just it's been a real, real, real struggle. But she eventually gets enough of an upper hand. I think someone comes in and helps them. I think Manon's with Irene. Again, I was just like really fixated on Aelin and Irene in this that yeah. it was a lot of the peripheral that was going on right. I wasn't as involved in and they do end up taking her down right after Erewhon gets burned out and you realize they've succeeded mm-hmm. and it's just Maeve left and then Dorian the comes in to help yeah. that's who it is Dorian comes in to help them does he does he have a court confrontation with Erewhon yeah. he has a confrontation with Erewhon where he asks about his father's name yeah, but then after the confrontation with Erewhon, Dorian, I think, comes out to help. Um, Aelin and Rowan and Fenris. So to finally take down Maeve, it's like a really massive team effort. So Fenris basically sneaks up behind her at one point and makes the killing stab in her with Goldrin. And it's great because he gets kind of this redemption after mm-hmm. his face has been mauled and all the trauma he's been through. And then Maeve's lying on the ground and is like pleading for Aelin to she's like I'll go anywhere banish me to any world any universe any planet yep and Maeve's like er, and Aelin's like okay 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 and then pulls out Elite had just given her this ring that was supposedly they were told was protection from the Valg and it's literal poison to the Valg and that's why Maeve wanted it in her possession was so that she could guard it so no one could use it against her mm-hmm. and Aelin says then go to hell Hell. and puts the ring on her finger and she like literally dissolves right after i was i was gonna be so upset if she like let Maeve just be banished somewhere i was like kill that and after the elena thing it's like what was she gonna do but i feel like it was like i feel like selena was peeking through in that moment (laughs) i was just gonna say that and i felt like it was so full circle to where i I don't know it felt like her personality is kind of coming together right she was like i'm too i'm too uh petty and to be diplomatic about this yes which yeah oh so that's just like the best fucking thing ever yeah that Um, and i'm a god and i'm a god yeah and again, at this point, I'm sobbing that they fucking made it through. And, like, most of them didn't die. Right. But it kind of felt justified that most of them didn't die because you lost the 13 yeah. and you lost Gavriel. And yeah. It was so traumatic right. the whole time that I yes. just, I yeah. felt like it. they still earned totally. the win. You know, it was yeah. realistic. Wow. And then you kind of just follow them out through, like, the end of the book is... Everyone coupling up and them, you know, being like, who's going to get married next? And the epilogue. There's the uh, coronation too, right? Yes. Oh, God. Okay. Yeah. So they're all like living in Rowan peace. Rowan Whitethorn Galathinius. Yes. <laughs> I love that his last name is, I love that Hers. Yeah. yeah. 
Yep. And when she walks up there, like, on her own and gets cr- <gasps> sobbing. Adian takes the blood oath, right? Yes. And she offers him the first blood oath as, like, the official. Right. Because that was so important right. to him, as we as talked we about. know. But it's just, it's it's very Princess Diaries moment for me. Like, it was so emotional just watching her, like, get yeah. crowned finally. I was most emotional when she says bye to Kale and, and uh, Dorian. Yeah. So then, in the epilogue... Uh, Lysandra and Adian get married mm-hmm. and it's really 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 sweet and like Adian's now you know got his partner and this is the last time that they're all kind of going to be together I think they're or do they leave before the epilogue I couldn't tell you if it's before or after the epilogue but I just know that they but yeah they like the hang goodbyes, out for a little they hang out yeah. for a while because they're all like Figuring out what they're going to do, how they're reestablishing things. Manon's, some are going to be a part of the court. Right. Some yeah. are going to be members of the court. Manon's going to um, set up the waste for the witches to get it back for them as, like, part queen. Um, Dorian and Kegel have to go back. Nezrin is married to her prince, and mm-hmm. they're going back to where the Tory is. It's so sad. It's like everybody's leaving. It's just like... It's like summer camp's uh, ending, it <laughs> even though it's so much longer than that. My heart, and when... She says goodbye to Dorian and Kaol and, like, the three of them, the bond that they have. I know. Oh, and even before that, her goodbye to Irene, who, like, also, there's, um, there's also this epic moment where I remember they're, like, yell, like yelling Irene into the sky, and it's just, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Irene, at one point, had went and saw the healer on high, or she's, like, I'll be here when you're, when you have your firstborn, which, by the way, I was, like, yeah, I know. Hey, babies have a little Rowan Aylin baby. I know. But when Irene says goodbye to her um, healer, Hafiza, the healer on high, and says that she wants to start a Torre it, like near Rifthold. Yes, so girl. Fucking cute. Okay. No. Girl, like, absolutely. You you run that shit. Yeah. You worked hard for it. So that happens. But yeah, the Kale and Dorian thing, like, so sad. So sweet. Yeah. So fucking cute. And then... I was just like, no, everybody should just live together in one castle forever. <laughs> oh, my God. And I wanted Manon and Dorian. To I know. But again, like, it was so sweet that he knew she wouldn't want to be married. And then... And it seemed like there's, like, a positive future for them. Well, right? they... So what happens is they're, like, saying their goodbyes. And it's really fucking cute. And, like, so sad. And basically, Nezrin or someone had come up to him to talk about helping the Rucks, like, training mm-hmm. them. Um, or training these new like weavers, the rucks are right. staying to train the so new. So they have to. Sh- they'll see each other. For yes, that. and basically Dorian's like, "Would you come help train them?" And she's like, "I can come by sometimes." And then I think um, Irene makes a joke and is like, "It'd be easier if you guys just got married." And she's like, "Maybe someday." <laughs> I know. But she's like, has to go through this healing process too of losing everyone she loves. Right. So like. I get it, but oh, I, I know, I know, I know. Like Dorian and poor Dorian off, please. Yeah, uh. absolutely. And also, poor Dorian didn't get like his total solid ending. But it I is know. like it's, it is super. It is. He still doesn't get it really, but he yeah. gets Kaol to come home healthy and Irene. Okay, I feel like we got through like the biggest plot points that yeah. we needed to cover. What did you think of just the whole series? Now that you've been I, in. Okay, I fucking thought this book was unbelievable and yeah. riveting to no end. Like, I loved it. I was trying to pick, like, a favorite book. Yeah. And I still think it's maybe Empire of Storms or Queen of Shadows I agree. Me. Yeah. I think I was leaning towards Empire of Storms because um, Rowan's in it more. Mm-hmm. But Queen of Shadows is, like, when everything really kicks up and I just will never... I don't know. I, it's hard. I, it's, I think it's the two of them together. But yeah. then I would say Kingdom Ash is like close to between. Totally. Because I think, again, those few scenes are just so vivid and crazy and intense. It's just if I had to pick. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. It's wild. It's very impressive to me that you managed to do this. And I know like when I'm telling the plot, like it comes back. Right. right. That I sit here and I think about the first book and what just like a different roles of a universe i felt like we were in and yes i don't know in a way it felt like i saw them grow up and like it's great because it's like the eight books or whatever they feel so complete it feels so whole and like nothing's left behind right but 
the looking back on it, it the complexity has just blown my mind I thought it was like the perfect balance of political drama action girl and romance power. girl power and relationships and friendships yeah like it did just enough of everything for me right I yeah I think it, it I think the series is just incredible the way that it's it's put out yeah I, I just was so impressed with how everything came together, all the pieces lined up. I how I was impressed how much I loved all the people by the end. I yep. was like, wow, there wasn't really, like, I didn't, besides being mad at Adian for the whole thing, I was yeah. like, you know, I don't know. I just, I, I agree, just felt like they were a whole, everyone... like, squad gang, and I was, like, in, into all their personalities and relationships. It, me, too. I feel like even if you were, like, ah, Throne of Glass, like, that, it's not really my thing. You'd still have to respect it. Yeah. Like, definitely. For what it is, and it is my thing. I loved it. But, like, for the, the masterpiece and the way it's so thought out, I don't know. Not to say it again, but why a who? Yeah. Again, even down to, like, the, the big villain being like someone who just is dementor like and brings up your darkest uh-huh. days and feelings and the thoughtfulness of mm. like dorian to kaol to rowan and how that weave together all the character arcs were so good too like yes. I, I, I took a complaint you know i i think that a lot of the characters ended up circular in, in uh, game of thrones in a way that i fucking hated at yeah. the end and i think all of these characters had just like really great growth they all got kind of their moment the evolution of everyone was very thought out and and right yeah if you think about like if you think about lissandra's story and like where she this and then you think about like obviously selena day lynn's right which just fucking again the 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 concept was so good already off the bat but yes, you have Kaol's evolution. Dorian has his own. Like every Irene. single person feels like they change over the time. Yep. So overall, I think I absolutely fucking loved it. I guess that's another argument too, though, for like Manon that like with a full arc, she still probably with the same amount of time wouldn't have been at like the level of romance. I was just thinking about yes. how not how romance was so not a part of her. Totally. At the you know. Yeah. But anyway. That's so true that, like, in her natural character progression. Like, eventually she'll get there, but it just wouldn't be in this period of time. Yeah. Wow. I SJM. fucking love SJM. Like, I, yeah. like I said, I was just sobbing to the end of the, the end of the book is happy. And I was, like, sobbing happy tears for, like, the ending, which is always when I know I love a series. Right. Is that I have such a hard time with the ending. Yeah. And, like, post-book depression for sure. It was... Yeah, I, I really cannot recommend this series more. Right. Aelin or Aelin. Queen forever. Yeah, one of probably my, like, one of my all-time favorite yeah. protagonists for sure. Okay, now this part, this part, this is a PSA. Shut this off right now if you have not read Crescent City yep. and Akatar, because we're just going to talk about potential things. Yep, okay. In the future. <laughs> just Perfect. shut this off. That's a great way to do it. Shut this off. Goodbye. Um, okay. Well, we're in this whole cut section. Yeah. You can get the do you catch the Easter egg thing? Um the the city in the east or something that like used to govern peacefully. Is that what you're talking about? No, when she's falling. Oh. Oh, okay. So was she when she's coming back? Yeah. Um. Through all of this, and she's falling. Yeah. She falls through Crescent City, and she falls through Akatar of the world, and she sees, um, Rizand and Feyre, and Rizand slows down her fall. Do you want me to just read you the yeah. paragraph? Okay. So it says so she's going too fast, and she's like plummeting, obviously. Um. And it says she, so the part, I guess, is Crescent City, is she passed through a world where a great city had been built along the curve of a river, the buildings impossibly tall and glimmering with lights. And then she said, passed through a world of rain and green and wind, tried to slow. Um, And then it says, home so close to home. And then it says, she passed through a world of snow-capped mountains under shining stars, passed over one of those mountains where a winged male stood beside a heavily pregnant female gazing at those very stars, Fae. They were Fae, but this was not her world. She flung out a hand as if she might signal them, as if they might somehow help her. 
um, when she was nothing but an invisible speck of power. The winged man, beautiful beyond reason, snapped his head toward her as she uh, arced across the starry sky. He lifted a hand as if in greeting. A dark blast of power, like gentle summer night, slammed into her, not to attack, but to slow her. A ball or shield as she tore down, but it slowed her. The winged male's yeah. power slowed her just enough, and then she vanishes. I, I genuinely, all of that, I interpreted as a hallucination oh, okay. of her imagining the world that she Got could it. have built. And, like... Okay. That her friend, like her friends being Faye, was the tell that it wasn't real. Got it. Okay. That's yeah, what I, I thought. Okay, I so thought, I guess SGM has confirmed that that was. No, that but, makes. I feel like an idiot that mm-hmm. I didn't see it because it's. So, I said it was small though. Well, when you said it though, like when you read that, I was like, oh, this is so obvious. But to me, right. I was like so entrenched in this that I was like, oh, she's picturing like what right. the different what she could have done to the world. And, Got it. And oh, her friends are, but they're Faye, so this isn't real. Right, and right, she's right. probably going to die. Like. Got it. Wow. Wild. Okay. Mm. After I just read you that page. Yeah. You think that this is going to be brought in too? I think that this, I, I feel like it has to I be brought so in with the whole world moving thing and the portals. And yes. they, she literally has like the mirrors essentially act as doors into other worlds right. too. Um, also, like, there's the, a mirror in Akatar. Yes. And remember how I said there's like an, uh, something that kind of reminded me of a potential under the mountain reference. and Right. Doesn't Nesta, Nesta's, those things, one of them is a mask, right? Yes. One of them is a mask. There's just too much, like, similarity between names and, like, the... I think they talk about in Crescent City, they talk about, like, shifters, like we said, yes. from Thrones of Glass. And I think I texted you about the potential of, like, what if, um, like, Rune, Resand, and Rowan, Rowan were related just off the... Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. It's just... Uh, there's um I was like trying to look through TikToks and see like what people were theorizing and there's all kinds of stuff and it's really funny like people who are just way smarter than me for a lot of these things but they just were okay this like there's something with Lorcan that yeah. ties him to the bone carver apparently oh. um and because let me try to remember this correctly Lorcan at some point is like tied to a god of death or something yeah and then they yeah, were, ta- I guess, the description of when the bone carver dies, like his dying, is similar to when Lorcan's like tie gets severed to the death god. They were finding it like on all the pages, and there's something like in Crescent City too. Um, so that's what I was saying. I think we were talking, and you were like, "Oh, maybe Crescent City in uh, well, maybe they're one series, but I think it, they are three. It's just I think they're all gonna yes." And but I was just wondering if, like, the if the books would ever start to over, like, literally overlap. I don't know, into like one mega book kind of a thing. Oh I don't well, know. yeah, I think it's gonna be like kind of. You remember, remember back in the day when there'd be like the Disney Channel crossover episode? Yes, yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's maybe that. I no, I I agree. I think it is too. I feel like the similarities just when reading Crescent City and this, it, like, right? And uh, I wouldn't think that I don't. I feel like Crescent City wouldn't. I guess maybe they're putting it in a Crescent City book, but I was like, I feel like it doesn't need to be as long as the other two because there's well, for one, they're so big. Well, and they're and they cover pi- we so talked about, much. We talk about in our Crescent City episode that we feel like they cover too much, and yeah. I think like that could be right because it seems to be rushing to yeah, like get to through, get them in yeah. yeah the to get through to the other worlds. How fucking cool though! Uh, if it, if like the. Powderpuff Girls squad is Aelin, Feyre, and Bryce. That's would, pretty fucking oh awesome. And it is, it is a, we got a blondie, a kind of like light brunette and, and a redhead. A redhead. Yeah. <laughs> Which they look, would look great on a poster. They would. Um, and there was like a lot of funny things about people just imagining um, different characters. Like, like me. meeting each other. Yeah. like Like Cassian and somebody and... Yeah, it'd be really interesting to picture. I feel like Reason and Dorian would be BFFs. Yeah. I don't know. If you guys are interested, we were thinking about going through, like, online theories and making an SJM episode where we talk about, like, our favorite theories right. we find and stuff. Could be fun. Um, overall, I think it's going to be 
really cool to see how she expands this universe and I'm so fucking glad I read this one because yeah I wasn't 100% sure I was going to for a long time because eight books sounded daunting as if that's not what I like read all the time but also like when I first had started it and I was like a couple books in I was like I mean I really like it it's good but like I don't know and it's because we weren't as we hadn't read as much fantasy so I still was like maybe this is too fantasy for you also I feel like it's hard to with a series like this where every book feels like it's building to the next Mm -hmm. it's hard to give a valid like recommendation until you know how it comes out and that's Um, what happened i got to the last book and i was like oh you gotta yeah yeah whereas like when you read crescent city like i feel like after the first one you can recommend it because it's just in a nutshell like feels pretty closed and it doesn't seem as important where it's going whereas this the whole time you're like i need to know yeah yep so we love Throne of Glass. This is our send-off for this. Uh, email us at litonliteraturepod with, at gmail.com with anything. That Thoughts, you, recommendations, yeah. fan art. Um, theories, whatever. I think next episode, I don't know what it's going to be. Could be Book Crescent Lovers, City. could be Crescent City. Oh, could be, yeah. Yeah, we might just release Rare. our Crescent City episode now that we've talked about it, too. Maybe. We'll see. But okay. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.